Gildor by A.P. Tabor, read by Matthew Lawson. The sprawling metropolis of Gildor hummed with a unique energy, a blend of modernity and echoes from the past. Giant holograms painted the sky, advertising the latest tech, while beneath them the streets pulsed with memories of ancestors. Every footstep stirred a legacy, every glance recalled a bygone era. I, Dr. Frank Ryland, navigated these streets with a purpose, my heels clicking rhythmically against the gleaming cobblestones. The cacophony of voices in my head was incessant, voices that weren't my own but those of ancestors narrating their triumphs, failures, and most intimate moments. To some, these ancestral memories were a gift, an ever-present guide. They were chains, shackling me to a past I never chose. The looming exterior of my research facility, Heart Innovations, emerged ahead. Its sleek design, fashioned from titanium and glass, was a testament to the pinnacle of 22nd century architecture. The building was more than just a physical structure. It represented something greater, a symbol of hope. Inside, the sterile white of my lab contrasted with the chaotic world outside. Screens displayed intricate neural pathways, and the gentle sounds of machines filled the air. At the center of it all was my latest invention, the silencer. It was deceptively simple in appearance. A silver tiara embedded with microcircuitry designed to interface directly with the wearer's neural cortex. As I adjusted the final calibrations, the weight of what I was about to introduce to the world pressed heavily on my chest. But the promise of silence, of true freedom, spurred me on. The silencer was a small, elegant device that promised to mute the voices of the past. The world of 2147 was vastly different from the times our ancestors knew. The discovery of the ancestral memory gene, AMG, during the late 21st century shifted the very fabric of society. It was found that certain sequences in the AMG allowed humans to access the memories of their forebearers. These memories were not just shadows or fragments. They were vivid, detailed recollections playing out in the mind's eye like a holographic film. Initially, this phenomenon was celebrated. Historians reveled in the newfound wealth of first-hand accounts. Families bonded over shared memories, passing down wisdom and experiences through generations in a way never before possible. Societies began to restructure themselves, giving birth to a new world order. Those with ancestors who had accomplished great feats or held vast knowledge were placed on pedestals. They became the new elite, their lineage granting them prestige and power. They were referred to as the Remembers. On the other side of the spectrum were people like me. The actions of my great-grandmother, a traitor during the Great Galactic War, tainted my ancestry. Our lineage was marked, and our place in society diminished. We were the shadows, forever living in the dark remnants of our past. One's ancestral memories influenced education, employment, and even personal relationships. A child with a lineage of mathematicians had an expected path, just as one with a lineage of artists did. Deviation was rare and frowned upon. The weight of the past dictated the trajectory of the future. My disdain for this system grew with every passing year. I had dreams and ambitions that reached beyond the scope of my ancestors. The incessant voices, the judgments based on events I had no part in, became unbearable. It was in this climate of personal turmoil 
and societal division that the idea for the silencer was born. I was determined to give people a choice, to free them from the chains of their lineage. Once word of the silencer's existence began to spread, society's reaction was immediate and polarized. My clinics, initially established in discrete locations around Gildor, were soon overwhelmed with people, shadows mostly, but even some remembers who sought liberation from the ceaseless voices of their ancestors. The procedure was straightforward. A mere 30 minutes under the silencer's gentle light and the voices would be stilled. The relief on their faces post-procedure was palpable. They spoke of feeling lighter, of finally hearing the quiet of their own thoughts. However, not everyone saw the silencer as a symbol of hope. A powerful faction emerged, led by traditionalists and staunch remembers who believed in the sacredness of the ancestral bond. They were vocal in their opposition, arguing that the silencer was unnatural, a tool that severed the very ties that made us human. They coined the term silenced as a derogatory label for those who underwent the procedure, painting them as soulless beings who had willingly discarded their heritage. Morgan, my college sweetheart, was a key figure among the opposition. She hailed from a long line of diplomats and peacekeepers, and her ancestral memories were filled with negotiations, truces, and moments that shaped interstellar history. To her, these memories were not just echoes. They were a part of her identity. Our memories, Frank, she'd passionately argue, are the threads that weave the threads of our souls. By cutting them, we risk unraveling ourselves. But it wasn't just philosophical debates and personal conflicts. As the divide grew, there were protests on the streets of Gildor. The Remembers organized rallies, holding signs that read preserve the past and say no to silence. In response, a counter-movement emerged with the silenced advocating for their right to choose. Their slogans defiantly proclaiming, my mind, my choice, and freedom from the past. As tensions escalated, there were reports of altercations between the two factions. The government, initially neutral, began to feel the pressure to intervene. Laws were proposed to regulate the use of the silencer, with some extremists even calling for its outright ban. Amid the chaos, my relationship with Morgan strained. Our once harmonious bond became fraught with heated debates and sleepless nights. I was torn between my vision for a free society and the woman I loved, who saw my invention as a threat to the very core of our humanity. The city, our relationship, the very fabric of society seemed on the brink of irrevocable change. The pivotal moment came just as the Gildor's seventh sun set, casting a greenish hue over the city. News channels erupted with a breaking story. An entire district, known for its dense population of silenced individuals, had descended into chaos. People were wandering the streets, lost and disoriented, their eyes vacant. They had not just been freed from ancestral memories, but all memories. Families were torn apart as mothers no longer recognized their children, lovers became strangers, and individuals were trapped in a terrifying void of self-identity. My heart pounding, I watched the horrifying scenes on my lab's holographic screen. The silencer, my life's work and vision for a better future, was the cause. It was supposed to free people from the chains of the past, not erase their very essence. Morgan stormed into my lab, 
Her face mixed with anger, sorrow, and desperation. Frank, she cried out, her voice cracking. Look at what you've done. She played a recording from earlier that day. It showed her reaching out to a woman with silver hair and deep-set eyes, her mother. The woman looked at Morgan with confusion, then fear. Who are you? She had asked, backing away. The weight of the reality hit me like a tidal wave. I had imprisoned them in a far worse fate in my quest to free people. The devastating side effect of the silencer, which wiped out personal memories, had remained dormant initially, but now it was manifesting with a vengeance. The streets outside my lab turned into battlegrounds. With Morgan at the forefront, the Remembers rallied against the silencer, demanding its destruction and holding me responsible. The silenced, in their confusion and anger, clashed with them, desperate to find a solution, a way back to themselves. The government declared a state of emergency, deploying forces to maintain order. But the city was already on the edge of an abyss, teetering between order and anarchy. Morgan, her blue eyes once filled with love, now stared at me with a mix of pity and rage. Frank, you have to fix this, she pleaded, her voice filled with urgency. Before it's too late. I looked around at my lab, the place where it all began. I turned to my equipment, determined to find a way to reverse the devastation I had unwittingly unleashed. Despite our best efforts, the Restorer proved to be a double-edged sword. While it rekindled some memories, it often intertwined them with distorted fragments and phantom recollections. The lines between reality and illusion blurred, plunging Gildor into a deeper state of chaos. People couldn't discern their true memories from the fabricated ones, leading to paranoia and mistrust. Families were torn apart, not by forgetfulness, but by conflicting memories of shared events. Once bustling with hope, the city's streets were now shadowed by uncertainty and fear. After undergoing the restorer's process, Morgan became a shell of the woman I once knew. She'd wander the streets, muttering about events that never occurred or alternate versions of our shared past. The love we once shared was buried beneath layers of confusion and suspicion. Seeing the irreversible damage and societal breakdown, the government declared martial law. Gildor was transformed into a surveillance state, its citizens monitored for any signs of memory dissonance. Those displaying symptoms were taken to rehabilitation centers, but rumors spread that these centers were nothing more than prisons, or worse. I retreated into the shadows, haunted by the monstrosity I had unleashed. Once a symbol of hope, my lab became a derelict reminder of human hubris. Everywhere I went, I saw the consequences of my actions. People arguing over shared memories, the ever-watchful eyes of the state monitoring our every move and the chilling silence that had replaced the once-vibrant life of Gildor. The silencer's legacy wasn't just the erasure of memories. It was the birth of a dystopian world where the past was a malleable tool and reality was subjective. In our pursuit of freedom from the chains of our ancestors, we had become prisoners of our own making. In this episode of The Galactic Storyteller, you heard Gildor by A.P. Tabor, narrated by Matthew Lawson with music by Safk. The Galactic Storyteller is a bi-weekly science fiction podcast produced by Inkbound Press 
in Henderson, Nevada. Thanks for listening to The Galactic Storyteller. I hope you enjoy our stories and please subscribe.